what's going on guys and welcome back to another podcast from the ecb podcast network this podcast is hosted by my guy ash welcome to the team buddy and i'm gonna let him take it away from here but this is the entertainment arc podcast where you guys are gonna get all your information on entertainment and what's going on so my boy ash you want to take away from here thank you array i appreciate it you know he's been uh carrying the you know ecb network with their um if you don't know we have you know um multiple other podcasts and uh currently uh they've been working hard on the sports one um but this one obviously like he mentioned is the entertainment one uh he summed it up pretty good actually um with you know shows music and up and coming trends and today we're gonna talk about you know netflix's hot show called the watcher uh, most of you might have watched it if not i recommend you you know check it out maybe before watching this because there will be spoilers ahead so um yeah uh so first i want to just um bring up you know the rating that this show got um and then we'll you know just take it from there um so from imdb okay this rating was a 6.5 out of 10 and from rotten tomatoes it was a 55 percent so it's not the best but 82 percent of google users did like the show so you know, I want to know your take on it. Like, what what did you think already? Like, did you like this show first, like, before we get into it? Uh, honestly, man, I don't know too much about how the some of these ratings work. But, um, I mean, I'm assuming IMDb is just mm-hmm. out of 10. So, mm-hmm. with it being, like, a six point whatever, I feel like, yeah, it's not wrong. It sounds about mid, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, amazing. But it was definitely a fun watch. And it was only, what, seven episodes? So, you know, I say it's a fair rating. The Google user part, I don't know if, I don't know, 82% seems a little bit high for me. Um, I, I don't want to nitpick on the show just yet, but um, yeah, it could be a lot of hype getting a lot of people, you know, I, for personally, I saw it on TikTok first. And once you see a, a show or a TV show or movie, whatever on TikTok, it's, it's definitely hype. So I feel like that really fed into that, getting it to 82%. What about you? What do you think? I agree. Um, I thought, you know, the show was going to get, you know, even better uh, it, it was good it was a good watch i think it was an easy watch like you know um there are small details here and there but um i thought you know it's it's a netflix show you know what, what can i say it wasn't like amazing but it wasn't terrible either um so i don't know if you you know the listeners know but this is based on a true story um so obviously some of it is fake but some of it is also real um but i it was, a, it was a good show. I did enjoy watching it, like you mentioned. Seven episodes, they were like, what? I forget, like 40 minutes? What do you, how much? How long yeah, yeah, it was about 40, 45 minutes yeah. per episode. Basically, exactly. length size. Exactly, yeah. So, like, it wasn't, like, a long watch. Like, sometimes it, it wasn't, you know, dreadful or anything. Um, but, yeah, I did enjoy it. Um, uh, so, we're going to break down the episodes now. So, there are seven episodes, like, as Array mentioned. Um, so we're just going to give a quick, you know, summary. I'll, I'll go through, you know, a little summary of each one. And then we're just going to give our opinions on, you know, how the episode went. What did we think of it? And what would, what would we do in that situation? Like, you know, um, and like I said, I did mention this earlier. There's, if you haven't watched this before, there's spoilers ahead. So um, watch it first before you listen to this. Okay. So episode one was called Welcome Friends. And so I'm just going to give a little, you know, synopsis. Uh, Soon after the Brannock family move into their dream home, the Brannock family is like their last name. 
um, they receive a threatening letter from a mysterious sender and suffer an unexpected loss. All right, do you want to start a little bit like, you know, what you thought of this episode? Like, it was just, a, it was a, you know, slow start, I think, to the show. Um, I think even the first few episodes were pretty slow until the end, but um, if you want to. Yeah, well, um, for our first episode, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't amazing, but it did leave, give me a feeling of, you know, what happens, what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So personally, it made me want to finish the show. And yeah, I mean, maybe the seven episodes in total really helped that out. But, you know, I, I enjoyed it. What do, you, what do you think? You watch a lot more shows than I do. Was this um, more of like an opener or? No, yeah, I agree. Like, it was good. Um, It, it was really anticlimactic. I thought like it was you know, it did, you know, serve the basis for the show, I think, obviously, um, and it did leave me on my toes a little bit because of, you know, like, who is this guy, like, how does it end, even though I did, you know, hear about the story before, actually, I don't know if you have, have you heard of the story before, like, the actual real story? No, I've never heard of it, but, yeah. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, since I've heard of it, I kind of knew about it, but, like, you know, I, I, obviously, Netflix did their own twist on it, and, you know, worked their magic, and it was good, um, but uh, I, I kind of wanted to know how the show was going to turn out, um, let alone, like, the actual story and stuff like that. Okay, so that was episode one. It was just, you know, we went through that pretty fast. Um, so episode two was Blood Sacrifice. So um, the summary is, after hiring a private detective, Dean, which is the husband, um, speaks with the former homeowner who's still shaken by what he endured, Nora, who is the wife and the mom. And the kids move into a motel. Okay. So, you know, in this episode, you know, they keep getting more letters. The letters are more detailed. like, And, you know, they know, like, something's up. Like, you know, and this isn't, like, information they can just get, like, from, you know, watching from outside. Like, it has to be someone watching from inside because they knew, like, specific details. So how did that make you feel? What do you think of this episode? So the way the first two, three episodes kind of start off, and I know I'm going a little bit ahead, but it reminds me of kind of like a roller coaster where, you know, it, it's starting to slowly pick up. I don't know if you got that same feeling, but this, the first, the second episode definitely felt like that. It was kind of boring, but, you know, it was building anticipation. So that was definitely there. Um, other than that, you know, it was just a basic episode, um, but I knew that shit was going to go down. You know what I mean? Um, did you feel that too? Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, like I, I was like, I thought we were gonna, hear, you know, I think, I think it went like zero to one hundred really fast. I think from the first episode because, um, you know, the 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 now the watcher like was saying more details, and he was going in depth about things, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, like how do they know this? And then this is when I started getting my speculations, like, oh, like I thought there was someone in the house, like you know, that's what I think, right? And um yeah that's kind of did you think like someone was in the house what did you think like did you think someone like they had cameras like what did you think because this was pretty early on well again we're gonna spoil a little bit here so make sure you guys have watched it if you haven't watched it yet um but there was a scene i believe it was in this episode where Mm -hmm. like something or someone killed the boy's ferret it was just like oh yeah what the hell that was so out of pocket and yeah i don't know where but um so that definitely led me to believe that there was some type of way for the person to get in um or if there was you know somebody already living inside the house and i don't know in the roof ceilings whatever i don't know but um yeah definitely felt like that 
Right. And so, um, and then they hired, you know, that private um, detective. Um, and it was the, it was a recommendation from the commissioner. And like, I already thought the commissioner was kind of sus, right? So I'm like, like, I didn't trust her. I don't know. Like, they, they full on trusted recommendations. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Parasite, but like, um, Parasite, they kind of, the family finesses, you know, another family from like, giving fake recommendations like oh my father is a driver my mother's a maid my son is a tutor right and then they kind of take over the family and this kind of this show kind of reminded me of that because like you know they keep hiring people who are like they don't know and like trust them full-on like it's kind of weird to me like like they keep you feeding them lies and they like trusted them blindly you know like i don't know it's interesting to me <clears throat> is there anything else you wanted to add to that episode or no, not really. Um, do you want to go through the episode three? Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you though, did you think it was smart for them to go to the hotel or motel? Or uh, I mean, I probably would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know how like he felt comfortable sleeping there. Dude, you know honestly, what I mean? Yes. Yeah, like, how was he alone <laughs> in the house, dude? Like, I would, I would not be able to sleep. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. yeah. Like, I know he's supposed to be the man of the fam, and I don't know if he's from New York or. Did you say he was from New York? I think so. Yeah, he's from New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think this is in. Is this it was in Jersey. New Jersey. I think it was yeah, New Jersey. So, yeah, yeah, I think he's from New York. They moved from New York to New Jersey, the city. I think. Yeah, but either way, like, mm-hmm. where wherever you're from, that does not feel right. Sleep yeah. in that house right after that happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a big house, and like, <laughs> yeah. I would just be scared. I don't know. Like, hey, off off topic, mm-hmm. that house. Did you think it was that nice? Dude, honestly, no. I think it's like okay, like it's not worth. They said like what the house was like three, three mil, three mil yeah, something three like that. Mil. Yeah, I, no, no, like no, like I, and I know we're jumping ahead, but like, oh, maybe I'll come back to this. Like what I would, I would have done, but no, I think three million. They like they went into debt for this house. Like that's just, and they pulled all their savings, their IRAs, like all that stuff, like <laughs> just for this, dude. I'm like, no, yeah, that's stupid. And oh, like I know that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm piggybacking on that statement, but dude, they spent three million on a house, but they couldn't get a second car. Like, like <laughs> I like they be they were using the yeah. same car the whole time. The previous, like, yeah, I think they they mentioned that in one of the episodes. Yeah, like, yeah, why, why don't like, we have yeah. a second car? Yeah, like I'm like, dude, like, are you really asking her that? Like, it's stupid. I don't know. That was that was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I know they're trying to stay true, maybe to the story. So. Yeah, they probably realized halfway through, like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> why do we only have one car? Yeah, like, let's just uh throw that line in there. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So on to episode three. It's called. It's a, I think a German word. It says Gotterdammering. Not sure what that means, but it's I think a German word. Um. So it says the pool of suspects shrinks in the wake of a neighborhood tragedy. Karen offers Nora a way out. A strange visitor visitor tells Dean about the fourth turning all right so i think this is when they meet john graff which is um you know we find out later is the guy who killed like you know his family in that house and dean you know thinks that that was actually him who came back to the house um and we don't know that yet though actually we didn't find that out right that if that was actually him oh no we didn't 
that's that was a stupid thing yeah with you going through the summary right now i'm like dude i don't remember anything about that or what the hell was a four turning i don't, I don't remember yeah. that what are they what are they doing with that <laughs> uh i don't even know there was no point to it but i think he was just saying like i remember he was saying like like after every couple of years there's like a disaster or, war or something like that I mm-hmm. right was, right but right like he's saying like oh it's gonna happen now like like every like he was giving some examples like every 80 years a war happens or something like that i don't know but anyway it was kind of irrelevant but uh he was just being creepy you know yeah um, i wonder i wonder if they put that in just to kind of throw off the audience you know like a cinematic feel but mm-hmm. i don't know what do you think what do you mean like what was the like what do you mean like like you know mm-hmm. like yeah it's based off a true story and whatnot but like you know sometimes you gotta throw in a little fluff to spice things up oh yeah oh for sure i mean it's netflix and netflix always does this for all the shows and i think they definitely did that yeah just for like you know cinematic or just to make us enjoy make it enjoyable you know because a basic story would just be so boring right um and also so karen offers a way out so that's you know when karen offers like you know to you know sell her house or something but it was like way under market but it was like i was like what it was really low it was like i'm pretty sure like it was less than a they asked for i think they asked for 1.8 mil oh yeah dude, or like, something like that would you do that like would you have done that like since hell you know, no yeah. I, you know me man i would yeah. never do that shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude like losing what like first of all they already did something they shouldn't have done by you know getting rid of all their savings and mm-hmm. you know uh their roth ira and everything and, and for that to happen and just lose everything no hell no i'm I fighting agree. for the house you know what i mean i agree i agree like they already fought so much like that might as well just stick with it okay? right okay all right interesting all right i i guess we can move into the next episode so it's called episode four someone to watch over me so the summary is as dean digs deeper into the house's history Theodora discovers Dakota's disturbing screen name and Ellie's secret relationship comes to light. Okay, so we know that Ellie's the daughter and, you know, Dakota's the, um, you know, the the camera system, you know, worker. And it's his, it's his own company, which is already kind of sus. He's like 19 years old. He has, a home, he has his own camera company. So, like, I mean... You know, I'm pretty sure they said the what these letters were happening for a while, so I kind of, you know, assumed that it wasn't someone young, so I didn't think it was Dakota actually. Um, did you think it was Dakota at any point? Oh no, no, definitely not. Um, yeah. first of all, you know, you could tell, um, from the beginning the way they portrayed his character in the beginning, it, it was just like a young king, kid that didn't really know anything. Um, he was trying to, you know build his business kind of from scratch it even felt like that was probably his first customer you know what i mean like he yeah, was really I think it was. yeah i think it was yeah <laughs> he was like super like not shy about it but like he was super i guess he didn't look professional you know what i mean he didn't look like he'd been doing it for a while but uh from from that context clue i kind of figured it wasn't him um and i know this is kind of i'm kind of going on a tangent here but when the police officer i forget his name the detective guy mm-hmm. um or whatever they call it, commissioner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, when he was kind of uh suggesting that like, oh, this hasn't happened before or anything like that, I kind of felt that suspicious, which I kind of believed that it was happening for a while, which you know mm-hmm. probably wasn't. I don't know. We're, we'll talk about it at the end of the episode, uh, yeah. at the end of the review. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, from just those two issues or those two whatever, I I, I knew it wasn't him. You know, Dakota just seemed like a regular kid. But one thing yeah. I will say, and again, off tangent, 
is it was kind of creepy what was going on with him and ellie i thought that was really creepy and unnecessary yeah like he was like what 19 she was like what 15 so, yeah 16 oh. but <laughs> It was funny she was like jailbait or something like that. Was yeah, really no, funny. that was out of pocket, man. Yeah. They did not need to add that. Yeah, it was. I, I don't even know if that's part of the actual story, but we're going right. to talk about that after, like, what's real, what's not. Um, we're going to go through it together, actually. Um, and then, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's kind of weird, yeah. I, do you think the dad was being too strict on Ellie, though, or in, in general about everything? Or um. To a certain extent, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I don't have kids of my own, so I don't really know how to you know i'd be a father like that but uh mm-hmm. i guess i can kind of see where he was going um but oh, you got to remember he's also on edge and he's also from new york city um no offense to my new yorkers out there <laughs> yeah. but um yeah you could tell he was on edge with everything going on so he probably felt the need to protect his family so i don't know if he was like that before i don't yeah. know if you know they just started up but i feel like him being on the edge had to do with that I mean, yeah, I guess, I, and I guess he wasn't wrong either. I mean, after they found out, you know. No, I agree. No, I totally agree. Like, like it. I think it's better safe than sorry. I guess, and I, I don't like in the beginning of the show. I don't think he was like that. I mean, I don't know. It was only after like all this water stuff happened, he became more strict. Right, know. right, and uh, all right. This is actually where I started suspecting Theodora a little bit. Um, the detective. Mm-hmm. And that's just because she was coming up with all these crazy theories. And I was just like, where is she getting this from? First yeah, of all, how does I she agree. have time? <laughs> yeah, I well, yeah, I agree. Like, like, and some of them are random, like random ass facts, dude. Like, you know, like, how did she pull like, like, I know, like, they got like his screen name, like his gaming, like, like how, how did they, like, they just spied on every single person? Like, why didn't they spy on the actual people who they thought it was like? Right. Like, hypothetically, the show was stupid because mm-hmm. if somebody was watching and they showed clips of legit people watching. Yeah. Couldn't you just watch them watching? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where is this dude going to hide behind a tree? Just yeah. go around the back. It's, it's so stupid. You know what yeah. I mean? Honestly. So that that whole thing was pretty sus to me. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, And, you know, what did you think about, like, you know, they explained it, but, like, the watcher, it was his, like, his gaming, his gamer tag. What did you think of that, like? Like, his mom described it, obviously, like, you know, mm-hmm. when they went to you know, court, or not court, sorry, like, you know, the police station and stuff. So what did you think? I, I mean, it had to be just something that Netflix threw in there. There's no way that, that would happen, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's actually... That's too much of a coincidence. That yeah. It's like... Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I felt like they were just trying to throw every single character, like the neighbors, um, even, like, uh, Jasper and, you know, Mo and even dakota and uh karen they were just trying to throw everybody like a target on their back making them look suspicious so they definitely added that in um i I didn't believe that um when i saw the screen name but you know you gotta throw some stuff in there to spice it up a little bit no i totally get that no respect i get you all right so let's move on to the next episode um so episode five it's uh is it ocam's razor or osam's razor Um, that's the name of the title um so the nora thinks dean wrote the letters to scare her into selling but a dna test yields surprising results contractors uncover something in the basement okay so um we find out that the nora well nora Nora accuses dean right but then we actually find out that dean actually did write the last letter right so um do you think he was lying? He wrote like anything else? Like they said, the DNA test yields surprising results. But like, do you think he uh, 
wrote any of the other letters or you think he actually did just write one? I think he just wrote one. Um, you could tell that he was being a protective father trying to, you know, figure this out, but he was also being, you know, he also had a little bit of pride. He didn't want this thing to end this way. Um, and I feel like he also wanted to, you know, like get out of there, but also win. You know what I mean? Like he didn't want to just run with his, with the tail between his legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I felt like he felt he did what was necessary to keep his family protected, but to also seem like he won the battle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I thought he, I didn't think he wrote any letters to be honest, but um, when they revealed that at the end, I was like, oh shoot you know what i mean yeah i agree i i I thought the same thing i thought he didn't write any of them but then when they that was like the one thing i shocked me i'm like oh okay he actually did write one like um i actually thought nora wrote one of them or a few of them right she was acting super suspicious exactly right and i guess i'm gonna go a little bit ahead but Mm -hmm. there was no there was no suspicions on her throughout the entire show like as a watcher you would never feel that she was suspicious but like she was being so weird all the time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it wasn't normal the way she was behaving um she was being hella sus you know you know the scenes i'm talking about um Mm -hmm. right she was being she was in and out a lot she was basically going out of her way to prove that it was dean that did everything you know the fake letters she was like, all right, we're not selling. We're, we're doing this. We're selling. Now we're not selling. You know what I mean? She was being very, I guess bipolar isn't the right word, but she was being very, um, help me out here. Like sus? Like, like sus. Yeah, she was she was flip-flopping a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? It uh-huh. just didn't make any sense. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. Oh, no. I, I see. That's why I thought it was normal. That's like a, exactly like what you said. Like I couldn't, you know, phrase it better. Like I just thought she was, they didn't focus on normal a lot. Like they focused a lot on Dean. So they wanted right, to think right. it was like Dean or something. Let me let me ask you a question, all right? Um, from all your experience watching all the shows that you have, again, you've watched a lot more than me, and that's why you're the host of this Entertainment Arc podcast. Mm-hmm. Who from episodes one to five so far? Who did you think it was? Was it Nora? Oh, the Watcher, you mean? Yeah, oh, who like, do you think the Watcher was, or what do you think uh, the conclusion was? I, I kind of stuck with my original point where I thought it was someone else um like someone else not in the family though like i didn't think it was someone in the brannock family but i thought it was someone you know some, whether the neighbor or john graft it was one of those or even a, someone old though i thought it was someone old maybe someone they, they didn't even show yet right and they were like living like somewhere in the house right which we're gonna talk about in a bit but I, that's why i thought that's fair that's fair yeah honestly i couldn't really pinpoint who it was either um yeah. halfway through i just kept switching from one person to another yeah. They so, just like yeah i agree like they just they put in they threw in facts like to make you think it was this person so like right know. right right um and even when they uh interviewed that dude or they talked to that dude i forget his name was it was it andrew um, um andrew pierce yeah. yeah andrew pierce yeah mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. was that no go ahead go ahead sorry no, I was going to say, like, even during then, like, I felt like it was all kind of fluff to throw you off, you know, um, when Theodore presented the facts, and I was just like, what the heck is going on? Now I have no idea. I went from having an idea to no idea. So that's why I kind of just, I assumed it was Nora, but um, that didn't make any sense to me. So I just kind of gave up. You know what I mean? I agree. There were so many owners, I think, like, like yeah. we, we met a few of them, I think, but um, like, you know, obviously, we you know, John Graff is one of them and Andrew was one of them um but that was crazy like i don't know like like and then you know the whole diner scene like him i i just thought like andrew was also unstable like i don't know he just seemed a little off oh yeah but then we actually do find out something like that so um 
just yeah, Andrew was he, I don't think he was the washer though. I just don't think he was. I don't think Yeah, any, me neither. I just didn't I don't think any of the owners were it's my in my opinion. Yeah. Same, same. Uh do you wanna we can cover the last two episodes together. Um yeah. We can start with the end of episode five. So with the end of episode five, this was the part that got me to finish the entire series. Um, and you, you can you can talk about it. So I'll let you take over what happened oh, at the very end. Of five? Right, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So the contractors um find the you know, the little passageway, the tunnels in the basement, right? Because they found like the draft. And then <laughs> we were both talking about it because I remember um you watched this first before me. But I texted you right, you know, at the end of this, and I was like, "Yo, there's a guy in the tunnel." Yo, for real, it was it was so out of pocket. Like I was yo. like, "Yo, what what would you do like in that situation? Would you chase him?" Or oh hell no, man! <laughs> I, don't, I don't, honestly, that part actually got my heart to jump a little bit. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, honestly, I didn't expect someone to be there." But that's like the like all right. So I'm sorry I keep referencing Parasite the movie, but this is exactly what was in Parasite. They had like a little passageway to get in the house. Um, it was behind a cupboard, uh, like a cupboard, and it was. That's why I thought, like you know, based on that movie, is kind of similar, and it was kind of right. It's like that's how they were getting into the house. So you know, they were getting into the house somehow and staring. And if you remember, in episode one, John Graff was in the top window, I believe, or was it John Graff, or was it someone else? Or maybe so it was. I remember that, but I never had the chance to go back and check out yeah. who it was. It did look like John Graff, so it probably was. It could have been the other guy too, the, and, the older man. Yeah, but it was it was revealed that um you know it was John Graff that did go through the tunnels when you know. Oh yeah, because we see her with the other girl, right? the neighbor. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, uh, right, I think right. her name was Mo. So you see her, yeah. you see John Graff with Mo. So mm-hmm. at that point, we know that it was John Graff that was at least coming up to the tunnel or at least was being in the tunnel and sleeping yes. in there which was also kind of creepy like there's a there's a freaking bed in the middle of a tunnel that was oh, just it was weird. weird yeah and then we find out later there's like a whole like you know we'll talk about the club you know so that's why i know they were all like colluding you know they were um they were all working together somehow you know so i know they were you know got each other's back and stuff they would try to get ne- dean and nora like away from them you know suspicions and stuff like that um so uh you want to move on to the next we're good yeah let's go for it cool so did you want you said did you want to combine six and seven or yeah i might as well Uh, okay all right um real quick so when karen and detective chamberlain were basically being accused in that country club was that in episode six and seven if i remember correctly yeah you're right it was like at the end i'm not um, it's kind of blurry it's been a minute actually um but it was like towards the end yeah um but then we find out like they were you know dating together um and it wasn't them you know we find out um but i'm so back i'm just gonna go you know to the the summary so the title is the gloaming and the summary is dean and Nora find a hidden room where someone's been living theodorus uh shares intriguing intel about roger kaplan the family makes a fateful decision. Okay, so Roger Kaplan is where we is the 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 teacher, right? Who's had this like you know ode ode to the house, you know, assignment that everyone loves, right? So Theodore thinks it's him, and you know, I mean, what did you think? Did you think it was him? I thought the whole thing was just kind of weird. Um, he seemed like a normal dude that just kind of. Uh 
grew up liking houses. He said he wanted to become an architect, design houses himself. Yeah, it's a little creepy writing poems to houses, but um, it, it's not like a normal high school project. You know what I mean? Um, no, I felt like the creepiest thing about him was that he ended up marrying one of his students. But <laughs> side note, but other than that, I mean, he felt like a normal person until when he got accused and then he started um, acting out of pocket. And then he joined again. We talked about that meeting um, with Mo, uh, Jasper and yeah. uh, the other I forget the other lady's mm-hmm. name. But um, mm-hmm. what was her name? Do you remember? Which one? Um, oh, oh, the 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 one with the glasses. The orange hair, yeah, the really weird um, one. Um, I forget what's her name. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. I'm not gonna spend too much time. That's fine. I'm sure the audience knows exactly. Oh, who Pearl, we're talking. Pearl, right? Pearl, yeah, yeah Pearl, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the only time that I felt a little sussed up by him. But um, yeah, other than that, I mean, he just felt like a normal guy trying to get revenge. But then again. It gave me a feeling that the whole community, the whole society that they were living in was against them and living That's, in that yes. house. Yeah, I felt like everyone was just trying to get them out or something because, like, they love that mm-hmm. house or something. Like, and maybe collab, like, they were collabing or colluding, I should say, like, trying to get them out of the house. Like, I don't know. Like, they could be working together. Like, so one of them is the watcher or the, all of them are the watcher. You know, who knows? Like, or maybe it was a group since the beginning, like, like the beginning of the house. Like, the- Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you remember during maybe the third or fourth episode when they were talking to Andrew Pierce about um what, what really happened when he lived there? Did you mm-hmm. believe in the the whole blood cult thing or do you just think that was that was cap? You know what I mean? Um like I didn't really believe it because like um I mean they were a little weird and it was sus, but I didn't really believe it. they didn't really show anything either. But then do you remember like um they were like babysitting and they left like they show like a little flashback of like in the past and then yeah baby, yeah that was like andrew pierce's son right so right but we also found out like andrew pierce was like drugged like i mean like a druggy yeah right right so that then like at the end maybe i might have believed it at, at first but then i'm like okay i don't believe it you know mm-hmm. um what about you it, it was kind of weird the the weirdest part to me was how they were presumed to be dead you know and they kind yeah. of their alibi was um, yeah. that their son brought in two elderly bodies that had the same body type Mm-hmm. and ended up killing those two instead of them that was a little bit weird um that felt a little you know not realistic in the sense that like it gave me the vibes that the show was turning a little bit more paranormal you know what i mean but um mm-hmm. i i agree with the whole blood cult and maybe they live because they got blood from you know babies and all, all that bs you know what i mean mm-hmm. but um other than that, it was just a little weird. I think maybe it was to add a little bit of like you know awe and mystique behind the whole situation. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. other than that, I don't really think I believed in the whole blood cult thing. Um, yeah. But I definitely think they were in some type of weird cult against you know the Dean and his family living there, the yes. the Browning family living there. Yeah, I just thought they were weird, like because they were just staring at their house and like you know like outside. Remember they were sitting on chairs. So, so the. You know how I'm pretty sure like we find out like the husband passed away. Do you think um that was true? I don't know. Hey, like you, you never know. Uh, they they kind of like glossed over it, and I remember. Yeah, it was really fast. It was really fast. Like you know, like, wait, what? He died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they didn't really show the next scene. Like he's just like she's by himself. I think, I think we find out when Karen goes to visit her. You know. Right, right, right. So, um, I guess we can move on to the next, the last episode, um. So episode seven was the haunting. Um, Nora urges Dean to move on, but the past continues to haunt him. 
A shocking confession doesn't add up. Back at the house, keen eyes continue to watch. Okay, so, um, at, you know, this episode, we know that, you know, Karen buys the house. And, you know, Nora and Dean, you know, decide to um, sell the house to Karen. Or was it Karen? To Karen? Or... Yeah, so it was through yeah. like an LLC, which yeah. she ended up being or owning or being a part of, or let's just say associated with. Right, which they did bring up the LLC quite often. Like they bought it before, right? That was a previous owner, so I'm guessing it could have been Nora's company too, who bought it, who you know bought it before. So. Prince company, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes, and it's kind of weird, like um, like I don't know, like. And, and Cameron was really lowballing for that house too, so I kind of did think she wanted the house, like so. Um, but do you think, you think she wrote any of the letters? Karen wrote any of the letters or no? I don't think so. She was just a really she. I don't think she was really much of a friend. I think she was just, you know, sad that she was divorced and really had nobody. And I don't know. I think at the end of the day, when Nora kind of accused her and embarrassed her in front of the entire country club. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that to me was a perfect reason why Karen decided to, you know, screw her over and end up buying the house at a, at a very cheap lowball price. And again, we didn't really talk about the full details of this episode, um, episode right. seven, the last episode where she ends up buying the house. And you, you can explain it, but let's just say I think she got what she deserved. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also forgot the part where uh, this episode we find out that Theodore, the detective, like, you know, confesses in the hospital bed. Where like you know that she was the watcher, but then like that was obviously just you know a scheme to make you know Dean feel better. So like he's not like because like you know Theodore always said like oh it's you need to if you don't solve it you're gonna be you know dying the whole rest of your life like you know thinking about it, which is true because we find out they're still thinking about it at the end you know, um but yeah dude and then Karen moves into the house. And then, you know, she obviously gets those letters, too. And then she finds, like, that weird-ass dude just pop up. Um, was that – did they show who that was, like, on the stairs? No, they didn't, bro. That yeah. was so out of pocket because yeah. that guy never pulled up, I guess, when the Brownie family was living there. But then at the Ooh. very end, he came out of the stairs or something like that. Yeah, the stairs. <clears throat> that, was, that reminded me of the guy in the tunnel because I think he was wearing the same, like, cloak hood. Yeah, so I thought. It, it, so I thought it was John Graff, like, oh, the guy it who looked be. like John Graff. It very know? well could be, but yeah. um, just the fact that they had that entire group meeting session or whatever, that was yes. very suspicious, you know yeah. what I mean? like all four or five of them, like, and... We don't know, there could be more. Right, and then, like, remember in the first episode or a second, I forget, like, the the son, uh, Pearl's mm-hmm. son, like, he was, like, in the dumbwaiter, like, yeah, what the... the hell? Like, like, so I think he went through the I don't think that's like, a, he... is that is that her son? No, it's not. It or, 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 I thought it was. Like, I don't know, but I felt like maybe that's her brother because he's pretty mm. old. Like, mm. He got great out here and everything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right, or whoever it was. Yeah, I feel, I honestly forgot his name too. Um, but Jasper. him, yes, but yes, Jasper, Jasper, yeah. And Jasper was like in the dumbwaiter, so like I thought he got through, he went through the tunnels, you know, for sure. Yeah, he probably did. That yeah. was so weird, man. <laughs> yeah. So everyone must know about the tunnels. Like all those people in the group definitely know about the tunnels. Yeah. Besides the new, the new dude. Um, the old man Roger Kaplan, yeah, yeah, Kaplan, yeah. I don't think he knew. Um, all right, so that was the recap of every episode. Hope you guys enjoyed and liked our thoughts on it. And we're gonna move on to the next piece. 
Um, it's still related to the Watcher. So we're going to look into five facts that are from the Watcher that are actually, you know, true. Um, so I'm going to pull that up. All right. So um, the first, you know, really creepy fact was there was a father in Westfield who murdered his whole family. Um, so the character John Graff was based on a real life mass murder. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. that whole scene with Andrew Pierce, where yeah. he showed like, and Theodora showed like the the family getting murdered. Yeah. That was real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if like that whole like you know they did like the whole four you know. Was it was it linked to that actually? Like, the, oh, I'm not sure, story? but there was a mass murder though. Like, um, and his name was uh John List. Yes. <laughs> And he was a proper accountant and Sunday school teacher. And <clears throat> oh man. <laughs> and I guess they moved to a mansion they couldn't afford in 19, 1965, but I don't know if it was that one uh, based on right. this. So, but... so it's the same facts, but we just don't know if it was linked to the Watcher. Yeah, fact, the exactly. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And it was in the same city. So that's wow. the that's the weird part. Can we assume it was, it's linked or no? Um. Let's just do it. I guess for the culture. Yeah, we're we gonna could. we're gonna say it's legit. Yeah, we could, we could. Yeah, we could say that. Yeah. So you think you're so you're saying that John List, like the actual murderer, wrote the letters. Is that what you think? Or no, you I'm saying... just saying. I'm just saying that it actually happened in the house. Oh, just for... yes, 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 yes. I, but I don't know if he wrote the letters though. Yeah, but I yeah, think I it did happen. So mm-hmm. I agree. So on the next fact was that you know in the letters they keep referring to young blood. And they saw like creepy things, like included, you know, like um in the show that was real actually. The letters did call the kids young blood, like Bruh. so, so like uh, apparently the creators of the Watcher didn't stray too much from the text of the real life letters, and so, like what we read in there was probably kind of true, I guess. I didn't know. So you think there was a blood cult now or no? Uh. It's definitely possible. I think um, it was definitely a cult. Yes. But continue. yeah, I, I think I can agree. It's definitely a cult. I don't know about the whole blood thing. Now that's starting to creep me out a little bit. But uh, yeah, man, <laughs> that just elevated the whole situation, the whole story. Um, wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's, it's kind of now. It's a mean uh, array. Uh, this is our first time actually like, you know, hearing these facts now, like, you know, I'm pulling it up for the first time for, so like, it's kind of a shock and it's nice to like kind of get our reaction genuinely, like after the show, like finding these facts out, you know, Um, <clears throat> this is something I kind of knew and maybe you did too, but the family did end up selling the house at a loss, you know, the Brannocks. Um, yeah, so this was actually shot in like the the show right it was actually shot in um new york actually so westfield doesn't have a lake they mentioned the lake a few times so this was actually in new york city um new york yeah um seemed like a nice neighborhood though yeah i'm just trying to see so they bought it for more than 1.3 million which i think which is more than they said in the show the show they said 3 i think right? it's less yeah they said like 3.2 yeah. million yeah Something mm-hmm. like that, and they ended up selling at like two point eight. I think, if I'm correct, yes. Like that. And and so in real life, they bought it for more than one point three, <clears throat> which is actually, if that's the actual house, or it wasn't the actual actual house, but I mean, I, I gotta look at the pictures after. But, um, they paid the mortgage and taxes for four years, and they sold it in twenty nineteen, which is actually not too long ago, for nine hundred and fifty nine thousand. Hey yo, wait wait yeah. a second. 
Yeah. Bro, that that was this is recent. Yes. Yeah, it was oh, pretty man. recent. Yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah. So this must yeah. have all been going down in like 2017, 2018, 2019 yeah. in that time frame. Yes, exactly. Oh yes. man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I thought it was much earlier actually, but um, but it makes sense because they had iPhones, iPads, all that stuff. Hey, so. does that mean that we might be getting you know a close case this sometime? I mean, what do you mean? Not soon, because if it's still recent, that means they could still be working on this case, and especially with all the all this publicity that the show is gonna get, we could get yes. a legitimate ending. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, the thing which, but I think they don't know yet, though. Like that, yeah. They they might be still looking. But I don't think they know. They couldn't find it. But they probably are looking into it. You know, they find cases from like 50s, 60s still now, you know, so. That's fair. Yeah. I hope we get an ending because I hate not knowing, you know what I mean? That's one of the reasons why I didn't really like the shows because I didn't end up knowing what happened. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, So the other thing that they mentioned was the DNA evidence revealed that it was probably a woman. So apparently that was true. Yes. Um which do you think does that make you change anything like do you think you know what mm-hmm. i completely forgot about that <laughs> yeah yeah me too I, I didn't mention it earlier in the in the recaps but they didn't say it but uh, now you got me uh, thinking honestly i have no idea i just hope that they somehow uh solve this case so that we can get to know what actually happened you know what i mean yes yeah mm-hmm. i just don't know which woman it could have been maybe it could have been the wife but i don't know now yeah. I kind of think it was the wife, but who knows? Hey, imagine it was like like a third party that somebody we didn't know about, or like a Roger Kaplan's wife, or mm-hmm. I mean, it could it could be Pearl too. I mean, right? It was exactly. a creep exactly. show, so I don't mm-hmm. know. There's there was a lot of women in that show that could true. Easily been the the watcher. I agree. And oh, oh my, I'm just reading the next one, and you're gonna be shook. But there was a suspect who played the video games under the name Watcher like Bruh. so like when they did that like i guess it's true i'm just kind of reading skimming a little bit on this all right i have um, one question about that mm-hmm. was it playstation or xbox i'm trying to friend i <laughs> friend that person figure out what's going on i know you know? right like <laughs> that must have been scary though like um but so in re- it says in reality at one time westfield police detective baron chambliss did find someone using the name doing surveillance one night in 2015 Officers pulled over a car that had been loitering outside the the Broadus. The Broadus is like, you know, the Braddocks, the real name. The female passenger told um, the police officer that her boyfriend played dark, edgy video games with the same creepy username of the Westfield's infamous letter writer. So I wonder if they just made the username after or like, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it seemed like a very small, close-knit community. So there's a chance that there's rumors going on, um, especially with them pulling up to the police every, you know, they were, they were going like probably once a day or something like that. Right. Or at least like twice a week, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. with those rumors going on, it's possible that somebody, you know, weird weird enough would end up with a username like that. But in the show, we're, we're, they ended up saying that um, he's been using that name for a while. But again, in real life, who really knows it could have i feel like it could have just been something that came up with the community talking about it you know what i mean i agree yeah so my next question i mean i don't i don't even know if you know if anyone does um but actually you know what i'm just doing a little research 
So they, oh yeah, so they did sell it. So they sold the house, like as I mentioned, in 2019. So someone, I don't know if they live there anymore, but someone bought it. His, their name was Andrew and Allison Carr for 959000 like I mentioned. But I don't know if, if anyone lives, if they still live there is what I'm wondering. I'm guessing, I'm guessing they still live there. But So does that mean the whole situation with uh, uh, Karen buying the house at the LLC is not real? I, I hundred um, yeah that could have been just for the show possibly. Gotcha. But um, I mean it gave us it gave me a sense of fulfillment to see her kind of uh take that right. big loss and yeah you know uh get creeped out. Right, <laughs> I agree. Awesome. And so I guess like they aren't they weren't phased by the letters like the new owners and I don't know. So so and since the new owners moved in, there haven't been any new threatening communications since you know since then. So looks like the letters might have stopped imagine like dude it happens again it'd be crazy dude that would be hilarious and yeah. you know could you imagine like a whole community search on i mean again it could be the communities against them but like yeah. could you imagine like everybody on i don't know tiktok decides to like pull up to that neighborhood and pull up to the house and look for the watcher yeah That'd be awesome. do you remember yeah, like the whole area 51 thing yes i remember yeah like people were like raiding about the raided but like yeah, yeah if you got anywhere close you would get shot pop. i could 100 percent see a bunch of like you know 18 yes. year olds like yeah they would uncover kids, it too they would kids. uncover it you know right right pulling up to westfield you said it was i just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just pull it up and just like looking for the watcher or <laughs> i don't know man i could definitely see that or oh, a bunch of short. people pulling up in those hoodies i don't know man no, i agree i so to like piggyback on that people do go to the house right now and take pictures like oh, it's pretty popular so like people pull up oh man yeah so it's like a really celeb you know a celebrity house kind of you know so yeah so you're what you're saying is right kind of right now and people do go to it it's, obviously i think you know, Netflix blew it up and it got a lot more. But I think people were still going to it regardless. Oh, man, that, that must suck. I mean, for me, I wouldn't want that personally. You know, I'd want more privacy, but... Yeah, uh, after that yeah. All it, right. seems like these, it sounds like the new owners don't care, though. Yeah, that's that's why I read right now that, like, they, they didn't really... uh They weren't really mining. And, and they haven't got the letters anyways, so... And, and I don't think they care, really, if... Uh, who goes there and stuff so yeah um sweet, okay, sweet. okay so um i think we're gonna wrap it up and finish it off with one last segment it's gonna be really quick we're just gonna see like i'm gonna ask array and myself like what would what would you what would sorry i'm like spitting over my words what would we do differently in their shoes and like how would how would we avoid this you know like you know um if you want to start it go ahead that's a tough situation um i don't think what happened with dean and what he did was a bad solution you know at the end of the day he wanted to protect his family but uh, he was being a little bit too stubborn to move up quickly so if i'm in the situation where you can make a preemptive move i probably wouldn't have done that either just because of the huge financial loss so i can't really you know I would call the shots pretty much the same way he did, but at the end of the day, you know, so you got to care about your family and all that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I think I would have done the same thing that he did. But then when you got when he got in too deep and it was just like him versus wife, I think that was like the whole fifth episode where they were just suspecting each other and being all weird and you know it was not a good look for their family. And they were they were mentioning the D word divorce. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. So when that whole situation happened, I feel like you have to make a move there and you might have to take a financial loss. And it, it's kind of like selling at the, the very bottom of a market crash, but that's kind of what I would have done. Mm-hmm. And it sucks to say, and but I think selling at that time is perfect. Sometimes it doesn't really matter what happens and the reason behind everything, you don't need to know it as long as you keep your family safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe that I probably would have done the same thing in the beginning and then somewhere in the middle when things were weren't looking good, I probably would have uh you know end up selling, especially if I found that creepy dude in the tunnel or I found that tunnel. I'm out, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, out, man. <laughs> I think what about you? What would you do? I agree. Like obviously I would have like kind of like Dean like stand up a little bit, try my best. Um, you know, give it a shot, trying to find who it is. But, like, I wouldn't, like, lose sleep over it, like, meaning in the, in the sense of, like, spending years on it, you know. I think at that point, like, yeah, I'll take the loss, but we're, we're going to go to a new place, start, you know, a new life, and, like, avoid all this, you know. Because it's tied to the house, not the family, you know. Right, right. Um, the one thing, I mean, to avoid this, like, I, I, mean, I mean, I think you might agree um, I don't think I would pull my savings and everything, like no matter how good the house is, to get this house, like just to like you know. Oh yeah, easily. Uh, that yeah. was a pretty stupid mistake, and they didn't even vet their neighbors or find anything about the house. They just exactly. went blindly. Exactly. Dude's, right. Dude pulled mm-hmm. up and he's like, "Yo, I like this house. Let's buy it." That was <laughs> probably the let's no, no no no. Let's not just buy it. Let's sell all our stocks, all our IRA, our exactly. retirement, and buy the buy the damn house. Not even have stupid. a second car, like you know. <laughs> Like that's stupid, man. It's so and, dumb. And he didn't even have his guarantee of getting his uh partnership. Yeah, I know. So and they was... were... yeah, I agree. And they and they dressed so nice and they had good stuff. Like they, you know, they had iPhones, like they had like they spent like mad money on renovations and surveillance. I'm like, dude, how did you even afford all this? Like, I don't know. Like it's just I don't know. Like well, not the second I... car, right? Yeah. <laughs> not the second car. <laughs> exactly. But not the second car, you know. You bought everything but besides the car. Um, like I don't think they had the priorities straight. But um, if I already bought the house though, like I think, all right, if I found that tunnel, I would have patched that shit up, like, you know, like, just cement it all the way down or something. I don't know. Or maybe find who where the end the other side leads to. I don't know. I would just get a gun, and go to the other side. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean. I feel like that would be fun too. Like, imagine pulling up with all the boys and just, yo, yeah. let's, let's go on a hunt. Not yeah, actually dude. killing people, but like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go see, alone. Like, yeah, they can I, do I it. definitely, yeah. I definitely have guys that would pull up with me. I don't know. Yeah. I, would you pull up if I told you? I to think I through? would. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like we're alone. Like, they can't, like, I, I think it was just like a few people and they're probably right, old, right. like, you know, so like, I don't know. And I would, you know, be prepared, have a gun for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it all stems from the ton- that tunnel, so maybe just just close that off first, and then right, things right. would have been solved. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add about the show? Or no, I think we're about- good. Yeah, I I think we covered you know episodes pretty in depth, and you know we talked about the facts in real life. And um, broke down every episode. I think you know it was a great first podcast um so uh, i just want to before we you know end this first episode i just want to you know talk about a little bit more about our show um so this 
episode was obviously just on the watcher but the future episodes will be more it can it will be on a variety of things from movies to shows to music trends and up and coming uh things in society etc like there's you you're gonna get an all-in-one stops right here um so uh this is just our first episode uh breaking down and if you if you guys have anything um we would love to hear it like if you guys have any recommendations um but we'll try to stay on top of new and trending you know pieces all right Thanks, Array, for joining me on this podcast. Our very first one, it <clears throat> it means a lot. Um, hey, you know, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, and I, I hope to see you, you know, more often on this show. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna pull up more. Uh, man, this was fun. You know, the Entertainment Arc podcast, first episode, and we banged it out. It was fun. The Watcher, definitely not the most high level show that that's out there, but it was definitely a fun one. So I look forward to you having me again. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and did you want to mention anything else like about um our other podcasts, etc.? Yeah, guys, make sure you guys stick around. We have a website now that we're still working on, the ECB cast. Uh, I'll link it in the description, but also make sure to check out our podcast. We're on every single streaming platform there is, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple, anything that you can think of, like legit everything. And we're even on YouTube. So if you guys want to check, out, check us out, make sure you guys check us out. Um, we have a basketball podcast. We actually have two. And we're also working on a new anime podcast that we're still working on the name, but it's going to come out in time. So make sure you guys stick around. And once again, thanks for having me, Ash. And I think that's going to be it for this podcast. Sound good? Of course. Thank you. Right. And I appreciate it uh, once again. And uh, thank you guys, everyone who listened um, for the first time. I appreciate it. All right, peace out to the listeners and to the watcher. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that. <laughs>